Hey, y'all, just a quick heads up. The episode you're about to listen to is eight to 10 years old. Now, these episodes were intended to be evergreen, and I still believe there's a lot of good information in these early episodes, but I do want to let you know that some of my ideas have evolved over time. Times have changed since we made these episodes, and ultimately, I'd like to think I've grown a lot as an artist and a human and that these don't necessarily represent my best work or the best of the podcast. If you're new around here, I suggest starting with the most recent episode or at least go back to around 300 and move forward from there. Enjoy the episode. Hey, everybody, it's the Creative Pep Talk Podcast, and this is me, the uh, host of the show, Andy J. Miller. Uh, You know, I've had some pretty uh, reaffirming comments uh, on on this podcast so far. People have been um, really supportive and have... uh, join the conversations and I really appreciate that um, I think that definitely encourages me to keep keep it up so uh, yeah thanks for doing that um, you guys and thanks for listening I really appreciate it I feel like uh, I'm excited to see how this thing grows I kind of want to do this in a real organic way where um, I don't know it just kind of grows over time and as as uh, and try different things but I, I mainly just want to figure out how do I make it the most effective uh, resource I possibly can for my creative uh, friends out there um, who need uh, pep talks. You know, I feel like my biggest concern for creative people is that they would find their thing. And I describe that as the thing that you do, the natural uh, talent you have, the skills that you've acquired, the 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 thing that you're the Michael Jordan at, that you find the game that you should be playing. Maybe you're playing baseball and you're Michael Jordan, you need to be playing basketball. Um, you know, that, that kind of thing. Like, um, the thing that you've got that there's a high demand for somewhere, that's your thing. And um, that's kind of why I want to do this. And so each episode, I want to give you another uh, another... Uh, thing that will help you find your thing. Um, another, another view, another piece, um, and it's basically all just stuff that's helped me. Uh, you know, and I—it's kind of a way of cataloging all the things that have uh, added to me finding my thing. And you know, I also kind of view it as you're going to have multiple. Uh, kind of outlets over the years you know it's going to change as you go and hopefully once you find your thing you'll do that for a while and then you'll do something else later and so it's something that you're going to develop for the rest of your life hopefully um so it's not like uh you you never really arrive i don't think and if you do i think that's kind of boring um i think it's really important to always be growing so today the episode uh is about the obvious thing uh, that you're missing. That's that's what today's about. So here's my uh, here's how I set it up. If you've ever watched Power Rangers, which if you're a millennial, I'm guessing you have, um, 
you always know they send up that the, the main bad guy would send a monster to uh, do some destruction and the Power Rangers would come to save the day um, and they would start kicking his butt so the main bad guy would grow the monster uh, super huge and then they would call on these uh, dinosaur robots to ju to get inside and then the, the monster would still be kicking their butt so they'd have to go Megazord and all team together um, and then finally they would destroy the monster because uh, the Megazord was so powerful when they teamed up. It also reminds me of this other thing. I'm setting it up. I'm keeping you uh, in wait on the hook. I bet you're just, you can't wait to hear what, what the answer is to this. But uh, the other thing it reminds me of is in Lord of the Rings, I saw this YouTube video once of uh, them saying that, you know, this whole giant journey to get rid of the ring and several people die along the way Gandalf himself I think does some kind of death and then when they get to the end Gandalf remembers that he has these giant eagles that can carry them all the way home and it's like you risked your life because you didn't remember this obvious thing <laughs> you could have got the eagles you could have ridden them all the way to uh, whatever that place is. I don't know all these names. Um, but to get rid of the ring. And, and, and when I watch the Power Ranger, I think when you're a kid, you think, dude, when the monster's there, the first time, just when he hits on the scene, did you forget you could just go Megazord right away and just like squash him? Like, well, I don't understand. Why, why don't you just go Megazord right away? So this is what I think it's kind of like. And, uh, you know, I think... I think that one of the biggest uh, keys to finding your thing and to really live in your full potential as a creative person is collaboration. It's uh, getting in, get put, coming together with the other rangers and making the Megazord. All right, like I know that's ridiculous, but I, I feel like it's. I feel like if you were watching the movie of your life, you'd be. Uh, Look, looking at yourself, looking at your peers and thinking, it's so obvious. Like, you need to team up with these people. Like, they've got the strengths that are what your weaknesses are. Like, they're the key. Like, you need to, this thing that's in your way, this, this giant thing that you can't get past, this roadblock because of your weaknesses, that your friends and your peers, your creative peers, they have the key. They're the ones that can get you through this. Um, and that's what I think collaboration is like, you know, um, and I really believe this from a, a personal experience. And I think one of the things that really gets in our way is um, ego and, and then also uh, kind of the hero worship, you know, the people that we look up to that seemed like they were these creative powerhouses um, all on their own. You know, I think of uh, people like Jim Henson and... Uh, um, Wes Anderson and um, people like that and you think look at these guys with such vision but the truth is they all have collaborators Wes Anderson I don't know if he's made one movie that wasn't co-written with somebody else and they were all different people he wrote some with Jason Schwartzman and some with uh, Luke Wilson and Roman Coppolo and um, you know he he's known for this wildly uh, successful singular vision um, but the truth is that 
he's always doing that with somebody else. He's always co-writing. And so I think um, I think if you look at anyone, actually there was a episode, a podcast episode recently. Um, it's called The Accidental Creative. He talks about collaboration and how all these seemingly, um, even the seemingly solo guys are actually collaborating. Um, even if it doesn't look like it. Um, some of the great minds uh, that we think of, even like Einstein, had people that they were collaborating with. And I think one of the things I think it does, I think it makes up for your strengths and weaknesses. And when you have, um, when you can get rid of the ego and you collaborate with somebody, um, those things that, um, those weaknesses that you're ignoring or that you, you think aren't there, your bias towards the market, the ways that, you don't see clearly, they can actually make up for that. And I think of uh, uh, John Lennon and Paul McCartney. I think neither of them, neither of their solo work, I think was as compelling as what they did together. And I think it's because of, you know, just while you're all alone, it's kind of, you're skewed and you have, your, your tastes are a little bit too personal. And when you combine with somebody else, it actually rounds you out and what you can make from that actually appeals to an exponential, uh, an exponentially higher amount of people. I really needed to rehaul my website. I was talking to some web people, looking around, and I got intrigued by Squarespace's new Fluid Engine, partially because it just sounds cool, but also because it allows you to drag and resize and layer up anything you can imagine. I dove in, rebuilt my site. It's the most me site that I've ever had. I just absolutely love it. Launched it. Got such a great response. Some industry illustration and designy peers even reached out and was like, hey, who coded this thing, man? I'm like, y'all, I did it by myself. No coding with Squarespace's new Fluid Engine. I told him, like, you should go check it out. You're going to be surprised with what you can do. And I built this thing before Squarespace reached out to sponsor the show. So I was like, boom, easy peasy. I was going to tell you about this new site. Anyway, go check it out, AnnieJPizza.com, if you want to see what I did with it. If you want to try it yourself, make a site that's totally you where you can build a portfolio, sell content and courses and all kinds of other stuff, head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain with promo code PEPTALK, all one word, all uppercase. This episode is supported by In The Making, an original podcast brought to you by Adobe Express, the all-in-one content creation app included in your Creative Cloud membership. If you are trying to boost the YouTube, TikTok, Reels content side of what you're doing, one episode of In The Making that I think will be super useful to you is their episode with John Yushai. I think John's method for including his audience in the process is really inspiring. And if you want to hear about that and more about leveling up your game in the creator economy, just search In The Making in your podcast player to listen. Many thanks to In The Making and Adobe Express for their support. And I think... Um, so I really think that collaboration does a few really amazing and important things. So the first thing I think it does is that it really takes your weaknesses and your strengths and it gets the most out of them. So I think when you're looking for collaborators, things that you need to think about are, 
Do you have chemistry with this person? Do you have similar interests, similar passions? Um, do you have, if, is the value proposition good for both of you? Like, are they getting out as much as you are, even if they're getting different things? Those are things you need to look for, but a big part of it is, do they have strengths that you don't have? And then do you have strengths that they don't have? And that also means that your weaknesses are gonna be compatible, they're gonna be different. I think about the two best collaborations, or uh, two of the best collaborations I've ever had. One was with uh, one of my best buddies, Jeff Bowman, when I lived in the UK. We did a zine called The Wizard's Hat. Now that, The Wizard's Hat was A, just tons of fun, but it also, um, I w when I got out of college, I wasn't ready to do, do a zine. I wasn't ready to handle the print. I wasn't ready. It was just overwhelming to me. As, um, I, wasn't, I wasn't ready to do all that, but Jeff was very ready to do that stuff. You know, he had a lot more design background, print background, um, and he handled all that stuff, and he handled the sales, stuff that I was just overwhelmed by at the time. Um, and, the, and, and that warranted us a lot of exposure that I, that I wouldn't have got on my own. And it also uh, ended up getting us a free trip um, to Glasgow uh, for a few nights on uh, Converse's dime and a project with Converse. So, and, and that was one of the best memories I've ever had. I definitely cherish that memory uh, with Jeff, if you're listening, Jeff. I love you, buddy. Um, and then another one of my favorite uh, collaborations that I've done is with my, uh, my other best bud, um, Andrew Nyer. Um, and if you know my work, you're probably familiar with the Color Me Blank project. Now, I've done an indie rock coloring book, um, which was also a collaboration with uh, the Yellow Bird Project, and they, they um, were awesome for that. I did the Indie Rock Coloring Book and it did really well. It sold really well. And that was one of my uh, most known projects. And it was a coloring book. And uh, Andrew Nyer, who I hadn't met at the time, asked me to bring the coloring idea to his gallery space in Cincinnati. And um, we were gonna make, he asked me to come make a mural for the general public to uh, come and color in. And as we kept going, he kept coming up with all these ideas and it just felt a lot more collaborative. And I just said, why don't we just do this together? And actually, a few days before the show, before I came um, to visit and do it, he said, wouldn't it be awesome if the public made colored in the show with five and a half foot markers? And I was like, yeah, hypothetically, that would be cool. Too bad we don't have a genie and a lamp that we could just wish these things into existence. And he was like, oh, no, it's cool, I'll make them. And I thought, man, I don't know if you're really <laughs> thinking this through. That's not gonna be that easy. A few days later I show up and they're there and they look amazing. And they were the icing on the cake of that show. And I never would have done that. I don't think in 3D spaces, I don't think mechanically to build things, um, but he does. And that they, they were the, the real clincher for that show. And that thing ended up warranting us to get uh, taken to New York City um, and, and doing a project there um, as well as in Denver and uh, several other galleries, um, all of which are some of the best memories I've ever had. Um, and, I'm, and I've been super grateful for that collaboration. Now the second thing that I think collaborations do for you is that they, uh, is that they, they are so, um, they open so many doors. Uh, it's kind of like, it reminds me of like when you paint your house, you paint inside, of your house and you're painting a room. If you've ever painted a room by yourself, your, your mind is blown by how long it takes you 
uh, <laughs> to, to paint a room. But then if you have one helper, that same room seems to be done in no time. And it's, it seems like it doesn't go from just half the time, it goes from uh, it exponentially faster. And I think that when you collaborate, these are the kinds, it kind of has an exponential effect. So it, it seems like that should just open your market um, or your network. It should grow your network by two. You should get the, all the exposure of your network and then all the exposure of, of this collaborator's networks and vice versa. It's good for both of you. And it's a totally different group of people than, 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 than your own little network and your own little market. But the thing that happens, it seems like that's not all that happens. It seems like when you collaborate uh, in twos or threes, like it doesn't just double your network. It seems to go places all on its own that neither of you would have done on your own. And so that's the thing that's been really interesting to, um, to me is that it seems like when you put your powers combined, you do the Megazord, things that, that it does more than you could even perceive because this new entity, if you're two people, it's almost like a third entity all on its own. And, and, and that's, that's an amazing thing. That's, that's a thing that you, you can't replicate. You can't do it on your own. And so I, I really believe in collaborations. I really feel like um, it, it is that obvious thing that if you were watching your show and you are the Power Rangers and you see that monster come right from the get-go, you'd think, go instant Megazord. And so maybe even before those big problems, before um, those things happen, um, just go ahead and keep your eyes peeled. Who, I don't think you should rush into collaborations. I think that the, the, um, the climate has to be right for those things, and the time has to be right, and the person has to be right, the chemistry has to be right. Um, but I think you can miss them. It's so easy to miss opportunities if you're not really tuned in. And so maybe just look around and see, am I, is there some collaboration that's waiting to happen that I'm kind of ignoring? Um, I think that, I think it'll, it'll really serve you well if you do that. So, uh, thanks for your time. I hope, uh, I hope this has been helpful for you. Um, and uh, keep coming back for your creative pep talks. If you want to find me, you can find me at uh, www.andy-j-miller.com. Um, thank you, and I will speak to you soon.